Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Roy Geffen. Roy Geffen is one of the first investors and chief marketing officer at Accessibility, the market leader in web accessibility. A seasoned marketing professional and brand builder, Roy is dedicated to developing and activating innovative marketing and advertising strategies that support brand growth. Prior to joining Accessibility, Roy was a managing partner at top advertising agency, Publicis Group for more than 10 years, where he honed in on his advertising and management skills. Before that, Roy worked for Besic International and Saatchi and Saatchi. Well, good afternoon, Roy. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. Awesome. I'm glad you're here, Roy, and I'm glad uh, you can jump on. I know time, time zones is and time differences are never an issue now with technology. So I appreciate you jumping on and, and talking and sharing your story today. So let's jump into the questions, Roy. You've got quite the career in marketing and digital as an executive, and now you're the investor and chief marketing officer at Accessibility. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? You know, um, I had this uncle uh, when I when I was a kid, and I saw him drawing some very cool drawings at home. Um, and I asked him, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he says, "Oh, I'm, I'm in advertising." So I, I, that's when I, that's when I made the, the decision that I want to do what he's doing when I grow up. Um, but it, it started like that. And then um, next things that um, really, really, um, you know, cranked my brain, I, I really felt I want to understand what makes consumers choose one thing over another, um, you know, psychology of consumers. So what I did was just started um, buying books from Amazon um, about planning and consumer behavior and psychology of consumer behaviors. And that's how I understood, um, let's say, the angle I want to take my career to. Um, it was mostly offline when it just started because online and internet just started, um, you know, to get a little bit more mature. But once I understood the power of, of digital and, you know, the, the magic of crowdsourcing and the, the magic of the things you can do online, um, that's when my career, like, took, took a turn. Um, I started working at uh, Publicis Group, uh, which is a very, one of the biggest um, advertising groups, um, holding groups in the world. Um, and I, I really focused on digital because I felt that's the place where we can make a difference. That, that's a place where people can measure the things that are happening. And I think eventually everyone's dream is uh, trying to combine the things he likes or loves to do on a daily basis, but, but you know, combine it with a, um, a good cause. And if you, if you get to the point where you succeed in doing these two, then I guess I guess you, you can say that you're on the right track, and, and that's how I feel. That's awesome, and you're absolutely right. When you find something that you truly love, and it's doing the greater good for society or your community, that just makes it all the better. And I think that's why a lot of people are very successful in their uh, career or their entrepreneur journey. So thanks again, Roy. And Roy, let's talk about the pandemic a little bit. Um, we don't know if it's going to come back or not with this other variant, but now that the pandemic has started to lift, what are your plans for business growth going forward? And will it be any different than the last 16 months? Hmm. 
So, um, you know, it's funny that you're saying that, Brian, because um, I don't know if you know, but we're in Israel. And I don't know if, if you know, we were one of the first nations that, that uh, started to get vaccinated. And we feel that uh, we're like a, kind of a step ahead of, of the rest of the world because we started addressing this uh, before everyone else. And I'm, I'm really sorry to say that it, it really feels like we're going back into another another uh, wave of, of the pandemic but hey let's keep it positive <laughs> at the moment um, I can I can tell you that one one good thing that happened with this pandemic is everyone just realized how online and digital have become you know so important in our lives and um, Something I, I think you know it, it helped like a lot of businesses struggled, a lot of brick and mortar businesses struggled, but a lot of online businesses um, actually ha- had a chance um, to thrive. Uh, and so one of the things that I you know I think um, also uh, impacted what we do here in accessibility is uh, we actually make websites more accessible to people with disabilities. And what happened during this pandemic is that, you know, Rick, like people got, have, have more, um, they, they need the digital uh, realm to do things. And of course, people with disabilities, they even need it more because, you know, you and I can, can just jump, uh, jump, I don't know, a couple of floors down and get ourselves a, a cup of coffee or, you know, buy groceries or, or whatever. And there are people that are, you know, they have a harder time doing that. So they rely even more on online. And these are things that I think were very eye-opening. And I think as a society, we're starting to understand how how the online world is so dramatic. And I can say that I'm not sure that we're going to do things differently now. Um, You know, even if if the pandemic, you know, has another round, um, eventually what is going to keep um, happening is that more and more websites are going to be um, created. Actually, the it's a, around 350 or 380 new websites are born every minute. And we have to find a way to make them accessible to everyone so everyone can access these websites. Um, so actually, that's my biggest challenge. Um, and, and that's what I work on day to day. Great. And you're right. Roy, you know, uh, a lot of, I guess, the silver lining that came out of the pandemic is is the the fact that uh, we innovated. And, you know, I don't think anything is stronger than the human spirit. And that's how we got through this. And we've learned a lot how to how to maneuver in a challenge. And I think regardless of what happens with the pandemic, I think we're going to really see um, new business going forward the way we do business anyway. So thank you for sharing. And Roy. Sure. Let's uh, talk a little bit about technology here. Are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies within your tech stack? And if not, maybe there's some cool tool or app you might be able to share with us today that you use. Yeah. Um, well, actually, um, almost everything we do is kind of tech-based. Um, the, the first thing, you know, the general thing is the story about accessibility and, and web accessibility in general is that making a, a website accessible is generally a long, complex process. Um, you know, you need know-how. Developer need, needs know-how. You as business owners 
Um, you, you need resources for that. You need time for that. And it's actually a never-ending process. And the first win of what we have achieved here is actually managing to uh, get to a point where we, we can get this, the whole thing automated. And I'll give you an example. Um, if you think of it, we have at the moment, like accessibility is, and we are for getting websites um, being accessible from the outset. But even if we do that, and even if every single website started to, to be published and be accessible from the get-go, we already have 350 million active websites in the US alone. So if you think about it, like how many pictures um, do you think do we have on every website? Let's say we have three pictures on every website. So you're, you're getting to, you know, a billion pictures or maybe trillions of pictures all over the web and people with disabilities, you know, and, and people with low vision or legally blind or blind, which you, who use screen readers, they can't see the pictures. So one of, one of the um, things that every developer or website owner should know is that when you upload a picture to your website, it should have alt text and that alt text should be good enough for someone who doesn't see um, to understand. And um, using automation and using AI, um, I have to say like we have, um, we have um, reached a point where AI does an amazing job. We actually have like this usability video on, on the Purdy's website, you know, Purdy's chocolate. Uh, well, it's chocolate, but um, there are so many images. If you think of e-commerce websites, like what no, no human being will be ever able to manually go all over these images and, and make them and add the Altex. So we use AI, we use machine learning. Um, we use all these to actually make all these complex missions to make them scalable and to make web accessibility accessible. And, and all that I can say is thanks to technology, is thanks to AI. That's amazing. And I know a lot of people that work in this space uh, for accessibility. And that is so, so important. And, and as you know, Google has uh, consistently made changes in that direction, uh, including some major ones this year, uh, 2021. So thank you for sharing, Roy. We certainly appreciate that. And Roy, last question. Can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in marketing or leadership? Oh, yeah. I, th I think the most important thing is um, you know, th there's this phrase saying that um, if, if you don't have data, you're just a guy with an opinion. So I think um, we should try, marketers should try and base and make decisions based on data. Um, it helps. It can be big data. It can be small data. But I think, you know, um, especially in, in this marketing area, um, people have opinions. and um, you know, especially if you work on scale, especially if you have big marketing budgets, um, you can have, uh, you know, you don't have a problem today, but tomorrow something goes bad. If you want to understand what's the problem, you have to go to the sources, you have to see the data. So every big decision, every big, and, and if you have a clear visualization of the data, you can also, you know, get good ideas. You can also um, um, get insights that can help you. So I guess, the one thing I can say is it's great to be creative. It's great to have an opinion, but if you can base your decisions 
on data, it will probably be the you know the, the best thing to do. Thank you for sharing, Roy. And you're right. With data, um, you can actually make some uh, really informed decisions. And and sometimes, obviously, uh, those that are experienced in in leadership positions um, can more readily make decisions. But it's easy to uh, forget that um, data is truly the source uh, where you're going to make a better, uh, more informed decision. So I appreciate you sharing that. And Roy, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thank you, Brian. It was my pleasure. Bye for now. Bye.